Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Today we're going to do something special. We're going to try to answer the question, what did the early church believe about the Antichrist? You know, it's very interesting when you can go back into the early church and people who lived a couple of generations after the apostles to see what they taught about anything regarding the Christian faith. And a lot of times we have the so-called prophecy experts on the media, and I'm talking about some of our Protestant friends who are claiming all kinds of things. And, you know, it's so interesting, instead of seeing somebody with a newspaper trying to interpret prophecy, how about the church fathers and the early church trying to look and what did they believe about the Antichrist? And what we're going to learn today is that the early church was very much in line with what is taught regarding biblical prophecy in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. As I've told you several times, and perhaps there will come a day, if you haven't already realized it, that there's a substantial number of contemporary Catholic teachers who believe that the events in the book of Revelation, or 99% of them, pertain to either the destruction of Jerusalem in the first century or the destruction of Rome in the early centuries, and it doesn't have anything to do with the future. Now, the destruction of Jerusalem was in AD 70. Now, it is true that what's going on in the book of Revelation did have reference to the first century, but it had more. Babylon was the code name in Revelation 17 and 18 for Rome. And the reason they used Babylon, because Babylon was the first of the four world empires. Babylon was the first, Rome was the fourth. And so Babylon preceded the world empire of Rome in the first century. And what was going on then, historically, as the book of Revelation was written, it was continuing in the same vein as was the pagan world empire, simply a first century manifestation of Babylon. But at the end of time, there will be a culmination of these pagan world empires and it will be future. And the book of Revelation is not just past, it's also future. Now, here's what we're going to see. In the book of Revelation, several times, we read about ten horns. (laughs) This might sound really boring. Stay with me. In chapter 12, important chapter, there was another portent appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon, that's the devil, with seven heads and ten horns. The next chapter, Revelation 13, I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns. And then we get to Revelation 17, four times. He carried me away in the spirit to a wilderness. I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, and it had seven heads and ten horns. Chapter 17, verse 7, I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast with the seven heads and ten horns. So here it is. 
and the ten horns that you saw are ten kings who have not yet received royal power. Okay? Now, here it is. The ten horns are ten kings. And all of this comes from the book of Daniel chapter 2. And now just to confuse it a little bit, the ten kings in Daniel 2 are referred to in a pictorial image as ten toes. So I'm just going to make it real simple. Ten horns, ten kings, and ten horns are all talking about the same thing. Now we're going to go to the early church. There's an early church father, a bishop in Rome, by the name of Hippolytus. He lived between 170 and 235. And what I'm going to referring to, he was writing about 200. Uh, Hippolytus was a disciple of St. Irenaeus, and St. Irenaeus was a disciple of Polycarp. Well, what's the big deal about that? Well, Polycarp was a disciple of St. John. So John, Polycarp, Irenaeus, Hippolytus. This is a lot closer together than somebody in the 21st century getting on with the New York Times and trying to say how it connects with the book of Revelation. And it's interesting. And by the way, all this stuff is available on the internet. You can get it from Amazon. It's in sets of the early church fathers. Hippolytus wrote a commentary, and it's the oldest commentary on any book of the Bible that we have from the ancient world. Okay? It's the oldest commentary, period. And that book of the Bible, which we have this complete commentary from, is Daniel with teaching of the Antichrist in Daniel. And Hippolytus also write, wrote a treatise on the Antichrist. Now, you can go down to your Rapture at Any Moment bookstore and get a, a book on the Antichrist, but why not go to somebody who is just a hop, skip, and a jump away from St. John? St. John was writing the book of Revelation uh, probably later in the first century, and now Hippolytus is living and writing around 200. Now, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, there's an image that was shown. And this image should be known by every student who goes to a Catholic school and studies world history. And it's amazing how little this is known. But this image was like a warrior or a great king, and it was a composite. The, the, the image had a head made of gold, the most precious of, of uh, metals, and that represented the first world empire. And then you go down in the image just a little bit more, and you have the breast area and the arms were made of silver. Well, this was the second world empire, the Persian. You go down a little bit further, the belly and the thighs were made of brass, uh, a little less valuable, but that was the Greek empire with Alexander the Great. And then finally you get to the legs, we're almost at the toes, that was the legs of iron, that's the Roman Empire. Now we're gonna go back through this if we have time to go through the book of Daniel, but this is really critical. And then it's interesting that you find the toes are a mixture of iron and clay. Now the Roman Empire were the legs of iron. 
but then you find the toes were a composite of iron and clay. In other words, they're going to have something of the Roman Empire continuing, but it's not going to be the same. It'll be weak, weaker because it's this composite, all right? Now, that's what Daniel teaches. Now, this is the second century, 200, year 200 commentary on the book of Daniel, the oldest complete commentary we have in print in the Christian church. After this then, that's Rome, what remains are but the toes of the feet of the image, the ten toes, which in part shall be of iron and part clay. But the toes, by the toes of the feet, he meant mystically the ten kings that were to arise out of that kingdom. Okay? This connects us immediately with Revelation chapter 17. Remember the ten horns and the ten kings, and now Hippolytus is connecting the ten toes with the ten kings and the ten horns. And it says, among which these ten horns shall come up another little horn, by which none other is meant than the Antichrist. So amongst these ten kings, ten toes, ten horns, take your pick, they're all talking about the same thing, is going to come the Antichrist. Now, here is something that just blew me away when I read this. And just get for a second the context. It's not only what somebody writes, but when they wrote it and the, and the time frame and the worldview. This was written in 200, and at 200, the Roman Empire was the eternal empire. They were conquering the world. They were still on a roll. They were expanding. They were wealthy beyond dreams, the mightiest, strongest empire that had ever been in the history of mankind. And here's what Hippolytus says in the midst of the Roman Empire. By these things are destined to come to pass as the toes of the image, the successor of that fourth world empire, turn out to be democracies. Democracies. In the middle of the Roman Empire, he says this empire is going to evolve in the days of the Antichrist to be ten democracies. That's the ten horns of the beast are distributed among ten kings. And he goes through that image that I just gave to you. He says, the toes of clay and iron are ten horns which are to be. Now, again, this is the earliest commentary on Daniel 2. Daniel 2 is the resource for Revelation 17. And those who say Revelation 17 and the bulk of Revelation is referring to the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, this is 200 AD, and he says the ten horns are to be. They're going to become future, and the little horn springing up in the midst of these ten democracies is the Antichrist. So, uh, this, is, this is pretty big stuff. Now, I want to let you know exactly why I'm doing Luke 21 radio, and this is straight from Hippolytus, because he's going to talk about the days of the Antichrist. There's going to be people who get sucked in by his deceptions, and they're going to be strong, coupled with all kinds of miracles. And this is what people who get sucked in say. How have we heard the scriptures and understood them not? 
In other words, we go to Mass every Advent. We hear the scriptures about the end times, but we understood them not. For truly those who are engrossed with the affairs of life and with the lust of this world will be easily brought over to the accuser and sealed by him. That is, given the mark, 666. But, and this is why I'm doing Luke 21 radio, but many who are hearers of the divine scriptures and have them in their hand and keep them in mind with understanding will escape his imposture. For they will see clearly through his insidious appearance and his deceitful imposture, and they will flee from his hands. So this is what the very early church believed regarding the ten toes, ten horns, or ten kings. And it's very interesting to see how all the modern commentators try to peg this somehow in first century Rome. But again, remember Hippolytus, there's John, Polycarp, Irenaeus, Hippolytus. That's passing it down. Yes, it's a few generations, but it's nothing, nothing like 21 centuries. And the 21 centuries people are saying, oh, this somehow fits in with 10 kings and they all have conflicting list of kings. And Hippolytus in 200 says, no, these are democracies which are to be. And this is passing on in the midst of the height of the Roman Empire, the future world confederation of nations with the Antichrist. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 118 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.